Hello, and welcome back to Theology with an English Accent. We're now on episode 13. In the previous couple of episodes, we were looking at all of Paul's accolades, all of his achievements, and how he understood them in the light of Christ. And the refrain that we kept coming up with in episode 12 was, Jesus is better. As good as all of the things that Paul was talking about were, Jesus is better. As great as everything in this world is, Jesus is better. Paul now starts to look towards the future. Let's look at the text. Not that I have already obtained this, or I am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brethren, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature be thus minded. And if in anything you are otherwise minded, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Now, if you can't quite remember the text that we covered in the previous episode, the beginning of this text might seem a little confusing. Paul is talking about not having already obtained this or be made perfect. What's he referring to? Well, it's kind of like a therefore. You, know, you always have to look just before to follow his, his flow of thought. So what was the text that appeared before this? In order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own based on the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and I may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in death, that if possible, I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. So that's what Paul's referring to when he talks about not having already obtained this or already being made perfect. Paul knows he's not perfect. He, know he's, he knows he still has a way to go. He knows that he could imitate Christ more fully. But he expresses this determination to move forward and to, and to seize what Christ has won for him. And he says, I'm doing this because Christ Jesus has made me his own. And his attitude is wonderful. He wants to press on to win the prize. And he says, I don't consider that I've made it my own, but there's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to forget what lies behind. I'm going to strain forward for what lies ahead. Paul is going to be unencumbered with what's gone, gone on in the past. He, he has got his eyes on the prize. And he says he presses towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul is being so single-minded in this pursuit. And when we understand that this is our purpose, our purpose is to seek after God and to, and to get to heaven, everything else finds its correct place, finds its right place. And Paul is, is invoking the images of a, of a, of a race, and Paul is willing to settle for nothing less than gold. He is going to win that prize. And he calls the Philippians alongside him to seek that same prize. So today was a short episode, but I still have a challenge for you. And it's inspired by Paul's words about forgetting what lies behind and straining forward for what lies ahead. Very often, we let our past haunt us. We we go, we go to confession and we leave, but we don't really feel forgiven sometimes. 
or we harbour thoughts that, well, given our past, God can't really do much with us given the kinds of mistakes that we've made. Other people maybe, but you know, you know yourself. No, God, God's not going to be able to do anything great with that. You know. But no, I'd invite you to embrace these words of Paul, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward for what lies ahead. And I'd invite you to write a list, preferably like during a holy hour or something like that, or maybe after Mass, of the, of the things in your past that you find very difficult to let go. And I'd invite you to write the words of that, this verse after it, each and every one, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. St. Paul certainly had a past. There were some chapters of his life I'm sure he would prefer never happened. But that didn't mean that God couldn't use him. We want to have the same attitude as St. Paul. Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. The, the past is good for a few things. It's good for remembering, it's good for honouring, learning from our mistakes. But sometimes it's good for just for forgetting. Particularly if it takes our eyes off of the prize that Jesus has set before us, heaven. So until next time, in the words of Venerable Archbishop Fulton Sheen, God love you. Thank you.